knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a hot minute. Hi, Jay. Hi, Brad. Lots changed in your life since uh, we last sat down here, eh? Uh, no, not much. Not really. Why? Why do you bring it up? It's just another day. Like, I went to work today, breathed the same air. Jay got hitched. Chris Cabral in the in the chat. What's up, brother? Hope you're doing well. Uh yeah, man. It's 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 been a hot minute. I know uh last week we tried to do this. I had internet issues. And uh I I did a short little show just uh on a whim because it was so late at night and I was on my way out of town, so I wanted to get something recorded up just so we weren't neglecting you good people. But uh yeah, man. Good to be back in the saddle again. We had to like remember how to do all this stuff. It was, you know, that's what yeah, happens. It's all it's like riding a bike. Ride. Yep. Just fall off and get back on. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're going to talk a little iCast tonight. I'm sure there's going to be some shenanigans in the house. We got uh, Thomas Langton from Tightline Anchors in the house uh we're gonna have him join us as well he's always entertaining as usual uh so i'm sure we'll have uh some fun conversation um what do we gotta catch up on man uh del hollow was great event yeah. was great <laughs> had a great turnout yeah um you know we had the the bonus for the big bass um that was great uh congrats again to robert knoll for uh man he took it home cleaning house both days and i think it was 
just a hair under six grand, you know, for yeah. what, what did we have? 40 some people signed up first place went home with six K that's yeah. pretty, pretty stout. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. He, uh, it's kind of like one of those, uh, you know, what I, I think once in a lifetime kind of moments, everything yeah. just lined up and, you know, oh, yeah. he was there with his kid too. was pretty cool. So yeah, I, that's always cool to get to share that yeah. with your, uh, with your son, you know? Oh yeah. Cause this kid's gonna be like, wait, you can win. Oh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, another five years, he's in a kayak beating all our butts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, kiss. Chris Cabral is asking your most inches on a day. What was your best day in the tournament? My best day in a tournament. Um, yeah. In a tournament. I'm, I'm probably, I would say 89. <clears throat> I not you know and I'm not like I mean I did what tournament fishing for like three years I guess yeah and I'm just a knucklehead so maybe I could have done better but we all know I'm just you know basically I just tie you know the same stuff on <laughs> I'm like yeah. well I hope this works you know it's like I just I don't and I don't want to waste my time retying stuff I mean come on yeah yeah I I think mine was like 94 95 inches maybe something something around there um i want to say that was madison chain i broke 90 i know that but i want to say it was like in that 94 to 96 range i don't know man i always struggle catching 20 inch fish and then you know this year i've been kind of on a roll i know i've caught a few um one out of a kayak and a couple out of the boat and um all smallmouth, which it's just like what the frick you know like i can't catch a largemouth over 20 but i can you know certainly uh catch catch a smallmouth and that's just wild to me but i just got back from Malax last weekend that's why i was on the road and smallmouth i i'm gonna say this right now like i and i put this in our group chat Malax, like I fished what uh, St. Clair two weeks ago, I think it was three weeks ago. And then I went and fished Malax this past weekend because I had booked that trip uh, during one of the fishing shows. Shout out to uh, McCoy's Inn on uh, Malax. They had a deal going at uh, one of the fishing shows and it was buy two nights, get two nights free. Mm-hmm. So we got a two bedroom cabin for four nights for 600 bucks, which is just stupid. You know, got to go up with the folks and um, the uh, smallmouth there are just freaking unbelievable. Like St. Clair smallmouth had shoulders for sure. And I've caught smallmouth on Table Rock Lake, you know, all areas of the Midwest here. And uh, but those Minnesota freaking smallies, dude, were just fierce fierce and it was like it it almost felt like you had a rock just like tugging you know like they were just stout you know like the the saint Clair smallies were stout for sure they had shoulders but i mean the the malax smallmouth had shoulders but they were thick you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh fish were on beds and the fishing was just absolutely phenomenal I will make that a yearly trip every year. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of videos. You'd probably like it in the winter too, obviously, because I know 
that well place. i've yeah oh. i've ice that that was the thing i've fished malax a f- few times in the past but it was always during ice fishing season and mm-hmm. you're always fishing walleyes and that's the thing too right like up there you're either a walleye fisherman or a musky fisherman like everywhere where you'd find smallmouth there was hardly any boats and uh i mean you could basically fish a whole spot to yourself and Hmm. yeah it it was wild but um especially uh last weekend was opening day for muskie up there so you know you had guys it was funny we were coming in the one evening and the one guy's fishing the front of the boat this other guy's like just like laid out in the back and you could just tell he was exhausted and I was like, what, you're catching him on the front and you're catching him on your phone because he was playing on his phone in the back. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's allowed to take a break. We've been at it for 18 hours. They had been out there since sunrise just to fish and skis. And I was just like, you guys are out of your mind, dude. Jesus, man. But, um, yeah, if you've never, if you love smallmouth and you want to catch smallmouth of a lifetime, head on up there because I think my big one, of the trip on the scale was five pounds, six ounces, something like that. That's a good fish. Yeah. Yeah. Stout dude. For a smolly. Yeah. And like, and this is the place to do it. The more North you go. I mean, yeah. You know, that's like, you know, the water stays well. And that's funny, right? Like, you know, down here, uh, we got water temps in 70 to 80 or 80 degrees up there. The water temps, uh, the highest I saw was, I did see 70 in the Creek, but, um, main Lake was 62 degrees still. Oh, wow. You know, but the air temp was getting in the eighties, you know? So, I mean, and that, that lake's not that deep, but it's huge. Yeah. It's It's huge lake. So, but, uh, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to catch up on. I forgot about that. So, yeah, and and caught them on all new prototype baits. Even more important. Just saying, boys and girls, I cast. Be ready. Do bro <laughs> fishing. Whole new lineup of baits. Uh, can't can't spill all the beans, but I think you guys would be happy. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Brian's yeah. vagueness. It's like can't I, I gotta be, man. You. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag. But, no, of course not. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be. It'll be good. It'll be good. So, well, let's get uh, Mr. Langton in the house. See, I always say Langston, and it's Langton. Thomas Langton. Welcome to the show again, my How's friend. How's everybody doing? How's everybody good, doing? man. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. You look like you're in a little bit better shape than the last time we saw you uh, after Dale Hollow. Oh, he's still in the same shape. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, don't make me. Don't make me. You know, listen, listen, I'm going to tell you that was a that was a tough one. And you know what? I, you know, when you, you, you know, you ride motocross bikes and you do all this, you know, stunting when you're a kid and you don't even think about it. It's hard to shake that shit off, man. It's hard. It's hard. Because you're like ancient now. So, well, this is the thing. Dude, I get up before you in the morning. I, I, I go to bed after you go to bed and I get up earlier than you do. 
That's because you have sleep have apnea. It's not a. It's a. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. He's like that's there? my strength. <laughs> He's like, okay. There. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to dodge a bullet, right? <laughs> well, this, this is interesting, right? man, and and we've never talked about this, and I I wanted to bring this up because it was funny okay, when we were we down there. When we were down there, you brought it up. Uh, you're like, yeah, I, I've been on TV before, or I've been on Discovery Channel, and I was like, get the hell out of here. And I knew you had built motorcycles and hot rods and stuff back in the day, but I didn't realize how how big you were into that, man. All the way, all the way. That was that has been my my whole life. It's been, uh, yeah, just building stuff, man. That's crazy. I, I had some excellent opportunities. Yeah. They were just just a weird, just weird circumstantial uh events, right? But uh this is the greatest tool you'll ever own right here. This it's not what we're looking into right now. Bingo. And Jay, I where's mean, yours? I got a back scratcher. <laughs> it's extendable. Uh, <laughs> it's extendable. Matter nice. of fact, I'm just gonna well, take you know, care Jay, of something while we're all talking here. That's the stuff. Yeah, but Jay's on oh, the vanilla. Yeah. Jay's on the vanilla wall, so I know he's not. He's not. He's still on the vanilla wall. I mean, I've got I mean, a real tool. Come on, I mean, now. it's you can, no, no. But you're you're on the vanilla wall. You you now own the house, of, of course, and you're married. You can decorate the back there, dude. Like I, this is a green screen. I wanted it plain. So uh, like that. Real, real quick, this is a real quick, on a ranch. gentlemen, gentlemen, real quick. I just want to run through the comments because Chris Cabral asked, what was your most inches on a day? And he said, opening day, Lake Hodges, his friend did 114 inches last week. That's just stupid. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> is that rumor, That's bro? awesome. Uh, Randy Newton. Is that a tournament? Yeah, 114. Uh, well, I don't Facebook user says uh the anticipation of the Spro Chad Shad 180 reveal at iCast is starting to kill him at this time of year. Well, oh yeah. That'll be interesting. Well, Chad Shad 180, we will add that to the list of uh booths to go by and get some footage of for you, sure. man. Uh live from iCast Absolutely. when we're down there. Um John Rapp says, I got to know. Absolutely. I got to know how them ribs doing. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping, MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. 
John Rapp, I'm going to be honest with you. If your wife didn't, didn't uh, provide me for, with that temporary care, man, I don't think I could have drove home. (laughs) And that's the honest, when I see Beth, it's just going to be a whole other thing. Like I couldn't have made the trip home. I got to Atlanta. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just, you know, the way they drive in Atlanta and I'm like two hours south of Atlanta. I'm just like, F it. I'm, I'm going to die here because I can't move. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm locked in. Right? <laughs> it's like Chuck Yeager re entering the atmosphere. My feet are burning. My calves are burning. I don't even know about this thing. It was built by the, uh, you know, the lowest bidders. And I don't even know what's going to happen. That was me coming into Atlanta. But all I thought about was Beth and John just. Yeah, supplied me with some counseling that got me that far, and I pushed through. <laughs> she and said I made you're welcome. Home. She said you're welcome. Thank you. Damn. Chris, you don't Cabral's, even know what that's. Uh, Cabral's asking, "What BMX did you ride? It was motocross, right? Not BMX." Yeah. Yeah, it was motocross. We did we did cross country enduro. So we were on uh, uh, Suzuki's, and we were sponsored by Suzuki in the town I lived in. They had a big dealership, and then uh, we were we rode. Uh, I at that point I was 15 years old, and I run an RM125, and then I graduated to a 350 after that and i i think that's where that just came apart like yeah we, we all, all of a sudden yeah, crashing a hurt more. <laughs> well, well and, and, you get in the listen when you get in the woods and 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 you're you're running through water and, and swamp water and you just get it's it, it it's not about you navigating the course it's about you controlling the beast and pushing it through the course and surviving. And that's, you know, it was a life lesson. Like I'd meet my dad halfway through and he'd be at a checkpoint and he'd just turn away and walk away. He knew it was just, that this is spectacular. Like you even made it, look at you, right? You couldn't <laughs> see the bike, you couldn't see me, it's pouring rain, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's just disgusting. Like, just- that sounds like a great time. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. But you get off the bike back in the pit, like when, when you crossed, you finished. You idle down through the pit. Yeah. So you go through the bike wash and then you come down and you just get off it and you almost ghost it. Like you go what your dad's <laughs> standing there and you just ghost it into his hands. And you don't even pull in the clutch. He grabs it, right? Like when he's walking up, he grabs the clutch because he knows you're spent. I saw you at the halfway point, and that was four laps. Right? Jesus. Like, figure it, you're 12, 13, 14 years old driving a RM125. That's a lot to handle in the woods. Yeah. You know, oh, they yeah. didn't yeah. have, there wasn't the four-stroke the four stroke option now in the elevated stance of Enduro. Like, oh, my God. We'd run a river for, like, half a mile, right? Like, how, how do you do that in, in weight, uh, ankle-to-waist-deep water? Right, right. I've done a few wild, times. wild. Has nothing well, to do with fish. 
But I might yeah. have I might have disturbed a lot of fishing bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I look, mean? looking at uh, looking at iCast coming up, we're geez month away basically. Um, you know, I posted. Yeah, I Let's believe that date. is correct. Jay, can you give us a day count? July 11th, please. <clears throat> Just no. I'm not going to take over the he's whole thing. He's going to have to take his shoes off. He's going to have to take his shoes off. He's going to count all his fingers and his toes. And he then I forgot how to count. What's that? that? <laughs> hey, I bet you from Knoxville. You're number Oh, that's just wrong. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I get, it's like well, 31 from, days. You're from Chicago, but you're from Illinois, but now you're transplanted. So, what, What's our day yeah. count? Our day count has... It's 31. Be what, 32-ish? 31. 31. Oh, yeah. 32. I'm still on point. <laughs> it's 31, <laughs> yeah. not 32. Well, it's, it's a Canadian 32. Out? It's a Canadian. No, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Canadian time. EST, I'm out 24 hours. Come on, I'll still be there. I might be a day late and a dollar short, but I'll be there. You're still out. And the good news is, I'll be there two, three days before either one of you monkeys are going to get there. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, um, anyways, I. What's the deal? What's the deal? So, what are we doing? So, so first, I want to—I I posed this question last week on the, the short little podcast about, you know, over the past five to seven years, you've you've seen this big push and this big uh, awakening of kayak fishing at ICAST. And this year, you have a lot of yeah, the yeah. boat manufacturers and things like that not showing up. Thoughts on that? And, uh, and what's your guys' take? And uh, will it will it hurt kayak fishing with not as much representation being there? I'll let Jay go first. Jay's like, uh, I knew I was just no. going to ask is Jay going to go first. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I mean, I think it always helps if if there's you know representation from every company that's in the industry, but it's been a tough you know, a few years and depending on how everybody was impacted, sometimes you just can't make those trips, you know, and <clears throat> while I understand it, uh, I mean, I got no skin in that game. Right. But um, I think I'd like to see, you know, kayak companies out there and everything, even if they don't have anything new to bring. Um, I mean, what if you just make a couple minor adjustments, even like to colors, you know, whatever, but yeah. just bring bring your you know your flagships and things like that. So then you're still, you know, uh, you you're still you know in the limelight, I guess, know, spotlight. Let's say like sure. you're still in the spotlight. Your yeah. people are still seeing it. You know, <clears throat> kayaking still has a long way to go, and you know it just it's it needs exposure over and over and over and over. Um, but that being said, you know, there's, I mean, as far as kayak companies go. Um, you know, there's not a lot of newer companies that are out there either. Sure. Uh, I think this would be beneficial. Like if there is a newer company that was out there, like now yeah, would yeah. be the time to show up. Yeah. Oh yeah, be- yeah. Because you don't have any competition on that floor. Right. You know, um, and again, this is a trade show. So it's, this isn't like a big public, 
spectacle, but this is where you want to put that stuff out there to get investors and make relationships and things of that nature. And to clarify, not all all of them haven't pulled out. Uh, Bonafide Native. No, no. Yeah. And uh, Johnson Outdoors has a big booth, um, which I would assume there will be some Old Town kayaks in there. Um, And then Boat, B-O-T-E, the inflatable company, will be there. That's basically it. I mean, you got uh, no Hobie, no New Canoe, no Jackson, no um, uh, uh, Crescent. Um, you know, so there, there's a few of the bigger players that just, just aren't showing up and, and, you know, having a conversation with somebody in that aspect, you know, they felt like, like you're saying, like they had nothing new that they were coming out with. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's a huge expense. Um, I cast, there's always a lot of buzz, um, is all the content that they're producing. They're getting drowned out and everybody else's content and things like that but you know it's a tough i mean it it, it's not our companies right like we sure and like again everybody knows this is not a knock to any of these guys like i get it you know you have to financially be stable enough to do it and then you have to it has to be the right choice for you and i understand that going because you don't have anything new um i don't see why you still couldn't pull something out like where it's not so bad but then again i'm not paying that bill yeah, you know, but I mean, yeah, it, it's it, but all those companies though that aren't going have a big enough following where they've already got, you know, sure, yeah, they, they've already got the the consumers that are you know connect to them and more that are coming in every time because we help we do we sell that stuff you know everybody as a kayaker that goes into the forums and answers all those questions to the newbies we're doing that I mean so they don't even like where they're marketing team and we don't even get paid for it you know sure i mean sure, but sure, that sure. but that's what i'm saying is like they're still selling boats it doesn't matter you know to them to on that level but yeah <clears throat> i mean i'm like again i ain't paying that bill so it's it's not really I, I, it's hard to armchair this sure uh, and i'm, I'm, I'm know, just it's a good discussion and that's why i bring it up you yeah. know um, no it is it is uh Chris Cabral is saying uh, they should allow custom color choices. There are a few companies that do allow you to do that. I believe Jackson's still doing it. Uh, New Canoe just opened that back up. And who else? Is that it? Yeah. I think Jackson does it because of the Whitewater division, and they have all that product there. Yeah. Well, and that's just it too, right? Like it, okay. it all depends on what relation with the, with the, with Red Bull and 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 making yeah. custom colors for their sponsored athletes, and, you know, on their whitewater side. So I think they have that ability. But well, just a lot of them kicked it down because plastic wasn't available. Well, yeah, you there know. it was that that's plus the, past, the demand. Right? The well, that and during COVID, the demand was so high, and that's yeah. why New Canoe uh, put a kibosh on that because sometimes when you're running a custom color, um, they sometimes have to run it two or three times because mm-hmm. that color blend 
may melt at a slightly different temperature or not mix as well. Yep. Um, yeah. Things like that may need a longer run time. So that first time they run it, it may not come out right. And that's due to the material itself. Um, whereas, um, you know, before during COVID, you were just trying to pump out as many boats as you could because the market was so hot. Now that it's slowed down a little bit, um, now they have that open time there. Yeah. So, but you're right. Jackson's got all that stuff. They they got their roto molding and all that. Yeah. It's all in house. Chris is saying that Jackson is pushing it out in California. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, they're out here. Like, I mean, obviously it's Tennessee, but I mean, right. I mean, they're. I see. You know, all the whitewater boats. They're almost always a Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. So this this is interesting too, right? Because Thomas is a co-owner of Tightline Anchor, right? And you guys had a booth at ICAST last year. This year, you guys yep. aren't doing a booth, but you'll be there walking around, shaking yep. hands, kissing babies because you're, you know, just a badass. Um, so, well, stunting as well. Like we don't stunting, know. yes, stunting. So what's your take, man? Like, what's your thoughts on all that? Like, the, kind of the uh, foot off the gas pedal a little bit going into ICAST 23. To be honest with you, I think I, I think that uh, um, people, uh, not people, companies spend a, a lot of money to go there. And in the past, since 2016, when, uh, with the first time we were there, we've seen some pretty elaborate displays. And it costs money to go there. It's it's sure. it's an enormous cost, and and it, as a business person, you have to look at it, what's my ROI, and and they do multiple shows nationwide, like like a company like Jackson, they do stuff every weekend somewhere, and it's not available to everybody because you're not in the know, right? Because they're case in point, Jackson. Let's just take them. They're in, in the whitewater business right so they they do something everywhere their, their budget is just not it, you just can't do it however i think if if you don't have a booth like a even a even a 10 by 10 and and you're not there you're not present you're going to miss out what the new smaller companies bring to the table and i think there's going to be a lot of that here this year mm-hmm. you know people have time to think about accessories you know, and, and there are going to be some companies that launch some stuff at ICAST. And if they're not there or they don't have their company reps there walking and talking, it's going to be difficult for you to get on the curve. Like, where did you just see that? And, you know, the cell phone, the devil stone, you can take a picture of it. But where are you standing right now? Well, I'm in, you know, like Dubro fishing booth. Like, what what is that? You're not here, right? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. If you're not oh, there, vibe, I, that, 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 vibe kayaks will be. There. If you're not, if you're not there, you don't know. And and, and sad, trade shows are sadly that way. You just cannot. Yeah. If you're not there, you're not in the know, and you don't see what's current or what's new. And and sometimes lesser companies, accessory companies, drop bombs. And yeah. if you're not, and this there, is the and this go, is the like, show to be at, right? For all, like, and, all I like, and I like, and I think that. I think the new product showcase is is, uh, and I'm just gonna say it. We're you know is it 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 has it has its own motivation, right? So uh, you you can't get in there and make a 
make a big scene, right? Because they've sure. got some big companies yep. that are in there and their products. There. And I get that. But it's the stuff you don't see that's launched in the in the aisles under discussion. And I think mm-hmm. that's a big booth to booth. That's that's you, you need to be there. Yeah. Walk around, yeah, talk yeah. around is the best way to not go. Is a sin. Well, in 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 two right a spin off of that is you know back in the day a lot pretty much every new product was released at ICAST. Now you've kind of seen this switch where a few companies are releasing things at Bassmaster Classic or uh, MLF Redcrest, you know things like that. So they're launching them earlier in the year versus waiting till ICAST. So now you have less people showing up or less appeal. Um, Cause I mean, just be, from being at the classic this year, um, there was quite a few buyers walking around talking to companies, you know, shops, uh, bait and tackle shops, even big box stores uh, had their buying reps there, you know, walking around looking at new products, things like that. Now back to what Thomas said, you know, you're spending a lot of money to go to ICAST, whereas Bassmaster Classics a fraction of that price. So why not go there? Save the yeah. coin. You could still have a big booth, but it's going to cost you a fraction of the price. And you can launch your products there and get ahead of everybody else. Well, and and not only that, like you can do more than one show, right? All over yeah. the oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. over the country. Sure. So I mean, and, and like again, yeah. it comes down to money. You know, what right. makes more sense from a business standpoint versus, you know, going to like the show, you know, which ICAST is every year. But I also think, you know, additionally, from what I was saying, marketing has taken a, a pretty big turn now. And you don't necessarily need to be present in some instances. I mean, again, yeah. you know, you do something like this a lot. Of <clears throat> right. Yeah. I mean, it's. Maybe they're looking at like from a, you know, like businesses when they have meetings. Now you don't have to send somebody somewhere and have them fly and get a hotel. It's like now you can just hop on the computer. Well, now you can launch stuff. You've been a part of that with New Canoe. I mean, you, you know, it's like that's a great way to get information out. And, you you know, it's your show. You know, you don't have to share it with anybody. And I understand that as well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really think this is all just about money. It's. You know, and, and, and that's the thing, too, right? So even for us, it, like, let's switch to the fishing shows, how the original fishing shows were like, where was that? And then those tables started getting more and more expensive. The increments were jumping year to year, like at astronomical rates, and everybody started bailing and going to other shows. You know? It, it, it's interesting, right? Because I know... Go ahead, Thomas. Here's the deal. It's become, the market has become so defined. Like it's gone from the paddle sports industry and and specifically what you guys are, you know, focusing and and obviously Tightline Anchors focusing on is the the fishing segment, right? It's become Mm -hmm. so defined and so competitive that now it's all based on ROI. Yeah. Like what are we doing going to ICOS? You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know anybody that sets up at ICAST that isn't in it for ten grand. I, I I have no idea how they're even getting there and doing that. 
Yeah. And think yeah. about that. What's my ROI for 10 grand? And, and project that out over there. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's just a very, very micro company, Tightline Anchor. But how do you get that back over the next 12 months? Right, 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 right. Like, yeah, on, I, I would say you know, I would say ten and grand that's, minimum. That's no, that's no flash. Accurate. We're we're not jumping houses on motocross bikes and and you know stunting and all that crap, which we will do this year because I think it'll pay. But anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll sell tickets this year at the Dubro House. Anyway, uh, that's we'll <laughs> the Dubro talk about House. That. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm, I'm having a ramp built for that house in Kissimmee. That's the paddle and fin house. <laughs> I, I'm keeping you away from the Dubro. He house. started a Patreon. <laughs> no, the pilot. Yes, the paddle and fin house. But I have the address in Kissimmee. So anyway, we're having a ramp built right now. It's portable, but it's on a flatbed 53 foot trailer. So you know what's going to happen there. Oh, Jesus. anyway, I just think it costs a lot to go there on, a, you know, getting back to being a serious discussion. I think it's it, it costs a lot to go there, and it, it's just tough. It's tough, and I and I if I could interject and no disrespect to ICAST because it's a great venue and it's a you meet the world there because everybody comes from all around the world to go there. But it's like if you look at the big three automakers and, and Brian, we, you and I have talked about that a little bit. They're 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 hyper launching their vehicles. They'll launch a new Ford pickup truck, for instance in in uh in the last quarter of this year and it's a 2024 sure. well why why is the industry not following that i think the biggest show and i could be wrong i was wrong once in 76 and the other time in 82 and then half wrong with greg g my business partner in 98 but that, that that's the only times but anyway i think that the big show has to be in december or November, so, uh, and that's the that's launch. That's interesting you say that because Chris Cabral said uh, move ICAST to January, and I don't Amen. I don't think January is the right time. Well, no, January what about like? Not to be, they, I think the best show ever would be in uh, November fifteenth, and you just hold everybody back like racehorses, and just let them go, and they go into that show, and it's there. It starts right there. I mean, if ICAST would move back to I November think it's where 15th, they kind of hurt demo stuff if you go that far back. No, uh, I don't know. I I kind of agree with them in, in some respects. I, I, like listen, in the- Jay, Jay, you have a different perspective because you are in the industry as a personality, a media personality. And, and and obviously a consumer of products and a user of those products, but you're not a manufacturer. Yeah. And I would want to be on November 15th, that weekend, I'd like to be in Knoxville at the convention center and then knock it out. And then from November 15th till January 1st, it's on. And you have to come and see it there or you can't get it at all. And that's just my take on it, but I could be wrong. Be rare if I was, but Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear. 
which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm trying to think because like a lot, a lot of your archery trade shows happen in January, beginning of February, right? And you're basically getting stuff out there for the following season, right? Like a lot of uh, hunting seasons are wrapping up in January. Yeah. I was just going to say that I would, I would, I would push the, and and Brian, to your point and, and being dead serious, I would push the, the archery shows should be in August. No, 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 no. So, so the reason why they don't do do that, if if you're releasing products in August, that's right when hunting seasons are getting ready to kick off. So now your bow shops are doing this mad scramble throughout the actual busy season, right? Uh, To get new products and get those bumped up. Whereas, Excuse me. It changes the dynamic between the manufacturer and and the seller, the dealer. Mm. You let them in. This is you know technology. You can show them on a video what you're doing. This is our new product line, right? This is it. This is what we have this season. And pre-order then. When you go to a show, the customer is going to come in and see that. If it's an open show and see it, it's already available you know, in, in Smithtown, USA, where he lives, right. Or he, she lives, it's already, they've already ordered, pre-ordered it. And I think that's the dynamic that needs to change in the industry. And I could be way wrong. I could be way wrong. And I'm not, I mean, Hey, I don't, if, if, if you need to jump is ready to be there, if, if product is ready to move and be stocked on short store shelves in August, I can see that happening. However, you've seen this yeah. push, right? And and ETA is like the ICAST of the archery business. And, and we're just trying to compare industries okay. here to kind of give, you know, a little I context, know. right? Because what's yeah. happening in the archery industry is what's happening in the fishing industry right now. And it's been going on and it's really killed the ata show right you've had matthews and hoyt competing to release their new model bows before ata which is like the icast of the archery industry right Mm -hmm. so they're Mm -hmm. they're releasing earlier and earlier which means now they're releasing in the middle of the hunting season and that stuff isn't ready to ship so now all the bows that you're your shops brought in for the season are going to sit on the shelves because, well, I just saw Matthews or I just saw Hoyt released a bow in, in yeah. November, the middle of the freaking rut. And why do I want to buy this bow on your shelf now when I know this new bow is coming out in three months? Yeah. You know what I mean? So what yeah, it's doing is it's, it's screwing the, or the sooner shop. as a pre-dealer release because that's a big yeah. bow shop. Yeah. Yeah. 
So now it's screwing all the mom and pop shops, right? And 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 that's the same thing that's going to happen. You know, I I don't think anybody released kayak wise at at the Bassmaster Classic. They usually release at ICAST. They're usually pretty good about that. But there was a couple other companies that release some stuff right at Classic, which is springtime, which your premium buying season is going into spring. You know, end of winter, beginning of spring, because everybody's getting ready to get back out on the water. So again, all your dealers have made these orders that they've gotten, and now you're going to release something new. And the product that was six months old is now obsolete because you've released this stuff in the middle of prime time. You know what I mean? So it all the manufacturers are doing is screwing their dealers, which with no dealers at the end of the day. You know, yeah, you could have direct consumer sales, but that only goes so much because I think all three of us can can admit if you can go look, feel, touch, observe all that stuff in a shop, you're more privy to buy it than some picture you see on the website. Yeah, yeah except yeah. if it's or a Matthews. Or, 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 <laughs> No, I'm or, just kidding. You you got you got to you you got to use that stuff. You know, like you said, it's yeah. it's it's all perception. Or, or, or gotta, simply, yeah. or simply be brand changed and upsold, right? Like you're you're using one thing, and then you see a new product. Well, I'm going to change. I'm going to buy this bow this year and be upsold and change brands. Or and it's all good. It's all good. That's where the dealer needs to be able to sell the product. And I get that, but I disagree on the launch timeline and i don't know i don't know where that is but and and uh, uh i mean if that's you're debatable in the middle of, I, 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 who knows if forever. you're launching in the middle of prime buying season consumer buying season that i think really yeah just screws everybody yeah Brian, i don't see how it doesn't i think if no. you look at the automotive industry they've got the you know the biggest stake in the game and that's why they launch in 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 q4 their new models for the q1 well they're launching in q4 so they can boost their sales that you know and make it look like that year they actually yeah. made something versus losing that's why they're doing it in q4 my opinion but yeah but that's but okay. that's all like a predetermined like Fair cycle, enough. Fair enough. right that's a predetermined cycle that happens all the time. And it, it like, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but like Brian makes a good point. Cause again, Thomas, you're thinking of it from a, you know, from a business owner perspective, and then you've got the shops, you know, and then you've got the consumer. So, yeah. you know, Brian's right. Like where, if you, if you decide to do that in the middle of a specific part of the season, like again, you know, if, if it's, you know, in the springtime, you know, brand new stuff is coming out. Um, I mean, I know guys that spend like hundreds of dollars. I mean, Brian does too. Um, get him out of here. No, get him out of here. I love this. Get the out. <laughs> Thank you. Can I be put uh, back on the screen that's snapped over there on the vanilla? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kiss, Chris Cabral's right. Uh, Old Town came out with a new color at the Classic. Sorry, continue, Jay. No, I mean, but either way, it's like it, there's a lot of different levels of this, and it's you know I don't think the auto industry is like a good way to to compare it. I do think archery and fishing is the same thing. If you're releasing stuff in the middle of hunting season, 
you know, we're also talking about two of the like you you brought up Hoyt and and Matthews. Dude, we both know how huge they are, and we both have owned Matthews, and I currently own Matthews. I mean, they could do whatever the hell they want, in my opinion, because I'll still buy it. But the shop's going to get hurt because now I'm going to hold out for that new bow to go check it out. You know, if, you know, even though, it, but I'm also thinking about the deal that's, you know, probably going to be there. But either way, these shops got inventory and they got to move it. So it, it's kind of unfair to them. You know, and, and again, I mean, we can go deeper into a rabbit hole about how the kayak companies are changing their format, you know, and it's it's going to hurt some of the stores and all that and blah, blah, blah. And then releasing stuff's all going to play a part in that. But getting back to, you know, cool. ICAST and everything, it's everything yeah. is relative. It, it, it's financially driven, man. All right, this is financially right. driven. And Chris Cabral is asking the same question, which kind of leads to what you were just saying. Do I do I wait for the 24 Tacoma or do I buy the 23 cheaper? Well, that right. You could do the 23 cheaper, but at the end of the day, it's, it's hurting the pocketbook of the dealer shop, whatever. I mean, car dealers, screw them. They're a bunch of freaking used car salesmen. Right. But, um, you know, (laughs) kayak shops, somebody has got to sell the car. Kayak shops. Why'd you have to to muddy the waters? I know. I mean, good. Sorry to all eat. you, sorry, sorry so to all you car salesmen out there, but right, um, a majority. There are some good ones out there, right? There are some good that ones, was but bad. that was bad. that's a bad now, segue. Right? <laughs> but now, now it's now it's hurting those dealers, right? And and they're not getting that margin that they could have got, and now they're having to discount this stuff to move it out the shop. So that's that's money lost, right? They got a huge investment to bring yeah. that stuff in the shop. Now they're not making that ROI. Going back to what you were talking about, the ROI, you know, which they're losing the money that they spent to go to that show to see that stuff and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So it's a vicious circle, right? And I, I just think it's an interesting con- conversation. And I think, you know, a lot of consumers don't think about that kind of stuff. Right. And then you kind of open their eyes with it. And I think that's the thing too, right? Like in the archery world, you're not seeing enough people come forward with that, that it's hurting the show, the ATA show to the point where like the last day of the show, there was nobody there. There was people packed up and gone before the show even ended. Right. Really? And I, my my fear is right. Like I, I love bow hunting and stuff, but my my love is obviously with fishing. Right. And I would hate to see ICAST turn into that. Right. Because you're kind of seeing that same pattern going on right now that you were seeing in the archery industry, you know, like ATA and ICAST were the biggest thing since sliced bread. Right. You know, that's where you would go. And as a as a manufacturer, right, as a company like you, Thomas, and you were making huge deals and things like that. And now you're not seeing as much of that. It's just like, you know, going window shopping, putting it on the maybe list, and then, you know, maybe falling up in October before buying season starts or as buying yeah. season starts, you know? Sure. So I don't know my two cents. I mean, I'm, I'm super stoked to be at ICAST again. This will be year three or four in a row, I think. Well, three. you know why you want to be at ICAST, <clears throat> You know why you well, want to be there, Brian? Obviously, like, to see the what did you call him earlier? The smooth baby ginger or something? Yeah. Baby smooth <laughs> ginger? 
Yeah. No, you want to be baby the, ginger. You, you want to be at the house in Kissimmee and have your breakfast, right? That is true. I I will say that, man. And I, did we ever talk about breakfast at uh, at We're gonna, the Bassmaster Classic? We did, we did, Didn't. and I think we sh- shared it with Switch, and he got really perturbed because he was across town, twenty minutes away, and he couldn't eat what you sent him in the photo with the apple pie <laughs> and all that stuff. And he yeah. he showed up. And of course, he showed up the event, you know, walking around. He said, "Where do you, where, where, what's your house address?" And you know, <laughs> what'd you cook that dude, morning? I cooked was it two or two. it was it was like eggs, ham, hash browns. Was it a bagel or toast? English muffin. It was toast, and then apple pie, apple right? Apple pie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, dude. Most phenomenal and, and, I've ever and, uh, in my life. Way to get the insulin. I don't know if we can do this, but uh, well, no. Hey, listen, <clears throat> Killer went to the show and he killed it, right? So, and I and the the whole thing was you have to uh, you have to needle up on black rifle coffee, right? Like just like oh, that's right, on, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah. We had to buy some black too. rifle. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Thomas that doesn't drink coffee. Like, he, he had a cup and he was jazzed. I drink Chinese tea, and I drank that stuff, and it's just like that's like used motor oil. That just got my heart was just like kajoom, kajoom, kajoom. I could hear my heart in my ears, standing in the kitchen doing the dishes from the breakfast. Yeah. I'm like, man, that stuff is like. <laughs> does this come from South America? Like, of course, coffee beans, they all come from there. But what are they dipping in them in before they send the beans to Black Rifle? I'd love to talk to those guys from Black Rifle because that's just not even right. (laughs) That's just like, oh, man. And I drink Chinese tea by the gallon, but I I love it. Like oolong, I love it. And I think that gets me a head start. Black Rifle coffee? Whole other thing. If you're coming to ICAST, Got to stop by uh, Dubro's booth. I want to talk to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not right. Then. Well, in speaking okay, of which, uh, house, where's our house? Kissimmee, Brian. Hold on. Hold on. Just calm down. We'll get <laughs> to your stunting in a minute. Uh, no, speaking of which, breakfast. I'm trying to do a, a breakfast plan. Oh, okay. 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 Leo gets it. Uh, go ahead with your breakfast. Go ahead. I, I think $15 a plate. We're going to do. We're obviously going to do a meet of the day. We'll post a menu online, and you have to you have to order before the day before, because it's it, it's not like a it's not like going to Golden Corral. This is going to be produced for you. You know, it's like this is going to be sourced from local farms and the house, and it'll be out there. I'll be there looking at you, and you'll eat it. It's going to be so awesome. We're, turn, we're turning the paddle and fin Airbnb into a restaurant, is what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. 15 bucks. I think it's well worth it. And you get a slice <laughs> of apple pie, and the bar's open. So in the morning, you can eat coffee, Chinese tea, coffee, black rifle yeah. coffee, or a mixed drink. And you're going to get eggs, yeah. a meat, a bread, and something special, and apple pie. And fruit. There'll be a whole it's fruit a, bar there. Too. It's a good bucks. thing I still have time to uh, put insurance on the Airbnb. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. G's not apparently not going to be there because he burns the house down with bacon. He ODs <laughs> on the bacon, dude. Like, that guy is crazy. 
Oh, that's good. He'll cook that's eight good. pounds of bacon at once and just like nasty. That's good. You well, could ask Derek that, Aiken, he slept through the whole thing, so he didn't even know that he was on death's door <laughs> in the Airbnb. He woke up and said, it smells like bacon in here. I'm like, dude, we, we nearly lost the whole friggin' house. All right? Go get a shower. We're leaving in like seven minutes. Well, and while you're eating your breakfast, you could go through and watch all the footage that Paddle and Finn's going to get. We're going to be set up in the Dubro booth doing some interviews uh, we'll yep. have some guys walking around doing some videos, posting them up. So watch the socials, watch the YouTube, watch the Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Because, you know, like uh, Facebook user said before, they're super excited to see that new Spro Chad Chad 180. Well, we walk over to the, the Spro booth and, you know, get a little footage of that, talk yep. to some folks there. And you could see it yeah. live right on uh, Paddle and Finn's stuff. Plus, you know, there's always personalities, some big names in fishing walking around the place. So we'll grab them, throw them in the in the hot seat, mm-hmm. and record a little short podcast with them and let them go back on the way. Uh, this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Obviously, you'll be around. We'll we'll record something with you. Actually, yeah. we'll we'll get we'll get the <laughs> menu. We'll get the something. We'll record anything after the sun sets. No, no, no. So so we'll we'll record a segment every day at for iCast the breakfast yeah. menu by Thomas Langton and uh that'll be the special no that's that's pre that's it, it's going to be posted online if you're in town you want to sign up for it yeah, yeah absolutely cuz i got to go get the you know I, it's no joke i'm going to cook right. to order when All you right. come in there it's going to be on the plate right <laughs> i mean i would hope it's on the plate not on the floor i mean but I have seen. Well, that's you cook, just so. if you walk around. You, know, you never know. You get my way. Yeah. Or anyway, or on the front oh, steps. Or uh, or it ends up on the front steps. Oh, oh, don't say that. <laughs> or in the parking lot. And have to use the hose to wash it over to the gutter. Dale Hollow. I'm sorry about that. I cleaned missile up baits. That. Missile missile will launch their bait. Yep, yeah, we'll we'll get a look at that for sure, for sure. But. Uh, well, let's I'm wrap it up, man. I'm excited. To yeah, get I, everybody. same here. From the Paddle and Finn crew, there will be myself, uh, John Rapp, uh, Randy Newton, 
uh, Gary Johnson and good old Jimmy Skinner. So, um, I mean, Thomas at this point is part of the Paddle and Finn crew, but it's going to be awesome. I'll be there. I look forward to it. It's going to be super. Final thoughts from uh, final <laughs> final thoughts from Mr. Langton. Can't wait to get there. Love the love everything. Hope everybody's safe, super safe on the water through the this midpoint in the summer, and uh, enjoy yourselves. Like it, and, Mr. Randall. Uh, oh, it. go ahead, go ahead. That's it. No, that's it. Just be safe and. Uh, Enjoy your time off on the water and uh, promote the sport. 100%. Love it. Mr. Randall. What Thomas said. <laughs> There's such what a the hell with the vanilla wall? Why do I have to do all this? I have it's to do a green screen. I'll update the green screen like eventually. Come on. You want me to do your closure? It's going to cost you a little bit. Yeah. 2%. In the side up here from all right <laughs> jesus christ Every... this guy drives a titan now he thinks he doesn't even need to talk on the bottom it's a tundra a bro it's, it's a tundra, tundra. he has a big rack is the rack in there is it installed yeah. we put it yeah. in at dale hollow you were standing yeah. there well and then i took it off and put it no, but cover is it, it fully installed because he said he had, was going to put stuff on top yes it's fully installed yes it's all gets ready to roll well, that's why he, he won't talk anymore. He thinks he's a superstar. Anyway, no big deal. I, I want to think anything. Hey, that's I it. Know it. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Well, Tune boys and girls. Thursday, have a little highlight of, uh, of what's to come at ICAST. Amen to that. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Uh, Chris Cabral, thanks for all the comments tonight, man. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, be safe out there in California. Uh we are here every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock, out on the West Coast. Great to be back in the saddle again uh, with all the travel and stuff we've had going on, man. It's finally nice to uh, sit down, have a conversation, chat with you folks, tuning in live and all that good stuff. So uh, look forward to uh, iCast as well, seeing all the new products, man. It's always exciting seeing all the new stuff. Uh, getting new, yep. sit down, talk to some familiar faces, meet new ones, and all that good stuff, man. So really, really looking forward to it, and uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, everybody listening on the podcast platforms. As always, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddle. Peace. Thanks, Beth. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.
brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.